Now get off the mic. The mic is hot. Damn it. Yeah, we iller than a nun in a cup, tag in, double penetrating in a dope spot. Buy two hard pipe in, niggas on the orders, I'ma sell it to the soundtrack of Tupac. I'll beat you to a pulp, no fiction. Tarantino flow, new Jews and Vincent. Blow marijuana smoke, no instant. Exhale in the face, innocent. Yo, this is uh, Marcus Sniffles from Twitter. This is a, another special episode of the uh, Committee Podcast. We're going to be discussing something I saw on the internet uh, a few days ago. Uh, I'm not really big into wrestling anymore like I used to be ever since The Rock retired. But um, apparently Hulk Hogan was suspended or got taken out of the Wrestling Hall of Fame for using a shit ton of racial slurs. So I, I, I wanted to talk about this with somebody, but I'm not really big into wrestling right now. So I figured I would get on a wrestling expert, a professional uh speaker of wrestling so i'll go ahead and let him introduce himself hey what's going on guys it is your boy Naj, or at you want to be nice on twitter um you can listen to my wrestling podcast uh two dope smarts with me and my boy cj on anchor and on apple podcasts as well so what's up i pleasure i've heard before yeah yeah he's been on he's 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 down already, so we're, we're we're already good. If you don't know him, then you, you must be new here. Um, <laughs> <Right>. Just <laughs> just to kind of, I guess, establish uh, your your wrestling credentials. How, how long have you been watching wrestling? I've been watching wrestling since I'll probably say about since I was eight, since eight years old, and then I stopped for a while. Then I stopped for a minute from like two thousand nine, from two thousand nine to two thousand thirteen. And then I got right back on it. Um, so that's pretty much how deep it goes. Yeah, I think I was about the same age. I was probably like early elementary school. Probably got sucked into wrestling. Just, uh, I mean, it's, it's sports entertainment. And at the very least, it's very entertaining. Um, say what you want about it being scripted or whatever, but. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, them, people, them, people are getting they, yeah, people are getting hurt out there. People are getting yeah, them, them chair shots and falling on that mat, man. That shit ain't no joke, man. That's just real. Yeah, not at all. Did you not what what um what gravitated you towards uh like WWE, WWE, WCW, um, um all that stuff? Oh, what gravitated? What gravitated? Uh, towards me, what made me go towards it was that um, I I had a neighbor. His name was Kivas. And um, I kind of just moved into this neighborhood from always moving around. And this kid was kind of awkward, kind of weird, but we kind of clicked. And uh, we were like playing in the, back, in the backyard. And he was doing all these wrestling moves. And I was like, yo, what is, what is that? What are you doing? And he was like, oh, this is the Tombstone Power Driver. Ugh. Or this is the the figure four leg lock, uh, you know, there's a sharpshooter. And I'm like, yo, how do you do that? And yeah. he took me to his house. And this guy, when I said this guy had a library, like, like this is before, you know, this is before DVDs. These are VHSs. And back in the day, it was hard to get these wrestling tapes. So this man pretty much, like, his, this man and his father pretty much had, like, a deep catalog of tapes. Like, either recorded tapes from pay-per-view or, like, tapes they had bought from 
the movie galleries or the blockbusters or whatever. And I think he sat me down and I watched. Uh, I remember the match. It was Shawn Michaels versus uh, Razor Ramon in the ladder match at WrestleMania 10. And I was like, yo, this is fire. <laughs> and I was I that's in. dedication. And I and I was I was in after that. After I saw Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, I was like, yeah, man, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, it's hard not to watch Shawn Michaels and not get hooked, especially at a at a young age. He was one of the better wrestlers coming up. Oh yeah. I, I, I'd say for me, I think my top five wrestlers, um, let me think. I'm gonna go with it's like The Rock. Stone Cold, okay. Mankind. Um, I'm gonna throw in Undertaker and who's the last one? I'm gonna throw in Kane. I kind of like the dynamic, the, the dynamic between Undertaker and Kane. I mean, it, it's a little, it's a little more mainstream, but like, no, I was, that's, that's not a bad, that's not a bad Mount Rushmore to have. Um, I would go uh, Shawn Michaels, Sting. Um, who else would I put up there? Uh, da, 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 da. See, I think all mine were WWE. I'm gonna throw a, uh, I'll throw Taker on there. Um, Bret Hart, and uh, who else? Who else? Who else? I could I could put in that fifth spot. Um, right now, oh yeah, Chris Jericho. Yeah, Chris Jericho. I'm putting him in there. Mm. Okay, okay. I can, I can, I can see how you can come up with. That I have one. a personal vendetta with The Rock. Oh God! Oh God! Let's let's go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and get this out of the way now because that's, that's <laughs> my that that's my goat right there. That's the goat. My to thing me. about The Rock is that now I do not doubt that he is a special talent, somebody who re- who reinvented the wrestling game, somebody who pretty much trained like he took the ball and he ran with it. Nothing like nothing that I'm not holding that against him. My thing about The Rock is that I feel like he puts himself into a bubble. And that's just my nice way of saying that The Rock doesn't identify or doesn't really highlight his blackness. He's got that, uh, he's got that. He's going to talk about his Samoan heritage. He's going to talk about his mom. He's going to talk about his uncle. He's going to talk about his grandfather and, you know, all these people down the line. But he forgets that his father, Rocky Johnson, who's like one of the African-American wrestling pioneers, is also his father. And I guess they have some little personal beef between them. So where he really doesn't talk about his dad like that. But hmm. I have a problem with that. Like, you – you wouldn't know that he's black unless you like heard the the transition of like, or you heard why he's Rocky Maivia on from The Rock. Rocky is his father's name, Rocky Johnson, and Maivia is him taking his his mother's grandfather, you know, grand her his mother's family's lineage, which is pretty much like royalty in the wrestling in the wrestling world. Maivia, you have Peter the Chief Maivia, and the list goes on and on and on. But um, yeah, he combined those names and became Rocky Maivia, then shortened it down to The Rock, and you know that's how it goes. But uh, yeah, I don't like that Dwayne or The Rock, whoever you know, doesn't yeah. really identify with his blackness. And then he never really has. He doesn't. He never has any women of color co-stars as far as his love interest. And I'm not counting Rampage when he had um home the black girl in that. I'm not counting that. Not count Rampage. 
Yeah, I, I've I've heard I've had people say that to me before about The Rock because I was like I think I was like the greatest wrestler ever, and and some people were just like, yo, he doesn't really, he's not really, he doesn't really stand for you know like the black side of him and all that stuff, and I that's, think it it, it and that's I feel my, like that's my gonna, only beef. That's my only beef with The Rock. I feel like we're gonna get into it at some point when we're discussing this, but. I, I I personally think that it has something to do with um, how black wrestlers are perceived in the WWF and WCW back then, because most most black wrestlers were kind of typecasted and pigeonholed into being a certain type of wrestler. You were either like you know the ultra thug gangster rapper type wrestler, or you were like the African you know from another country type, you know, borderline racist yeah, character really of been, black people. It's never, really never been just like a regular ass black dude. It's never been a black champion other than, you know, pretty much, you know, I can count on like my hands how many black champions that we've had. We've had Booker T. Uh, we've had Ron Simmons, who was the first, I believe, the first one. And I think I want to see Tony Atlas. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And I, I believe Bobby Lashley. But other than that, yeah, it hasn't been a lot of black champions. Yeah, I mean, but it's 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 one of those things where it's just. And I don't count the Rock now because he, if he doesn't want to count that black side, then I'm not going to count him in black champions. It, I mean, it, it's hard for me to 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 argue against that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not going to acknowledge <laughs> your own, you know heritage or ethnicity then it's like why would you expect anybody else to but it, it's one of them things where it's just like you know it's it's 10 times harder for for black wrestlers in the in the world wrestling federation oh, yeah. and all that good yes. stuff yes yes indeed like they're not they're not always getting a fair shot and like you said i mean how many black champions do they have like historically how many you know black wrestlers have been like in the forefront of things and it's just it's not always like that. And I think, and I think honestly, it starts from the top because I think The Rock probably saw what happened like with his dad and with other wrestlers and things like that. So he's like, yo, if I go out here being just black, you know what I'm saying? Am I going to get a fair chance? Am I going to get pushed to the forefront? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, think, that beef with his, I think that beef with his dad was about, um, I think, him cheating on his mom. I don't think it was like seeing his father in the business. I just think it was like some personal beef between the two where he was just like, well, you know what? I'm really not, you know, fucking with you that way. So Yeah, yeah, apparently not to cut y'all off. I'm joining in out of nowhere, but apparently that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. was Go the, ahead, inter- introduce yourself real quick. Nah, uh this is CJ, you know what I'm saying? One third of the smarks, you know, one half of the podcast, all of yes, that, sir. all that good stuff. Um yeah, man. Um apparently the rocks uh his gripe with his father was due to how he witnessed uh, how he treated his mom growing up. Like, you know, it was a lot of, you know, him living that wrestling lifestyle back in the day. These guys were rock stars on the road. So, you know, a lot of women, a lot of fast money, you know, and and he got to witness all of that at a young age. So he really, you know, had a knot in his chest. So I don't think that was so much, uh, you know, I think that had a lot to do with it and, and him wanting to distance himself from that image when he first got on the scene. Is his is his dad still alive? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah Rocky Johnson's still alive. Oh, hmm. which is crazy. I wonder if which, 
No, you I wonder if they're trying to like reconcile that or whatever. I was just about to put you onto that. What's what's even more interesting is now they have a good relationship and like he he's more open to posting things about his dad and asking questions and you know in interviews and all of that. So um, it's it's funny how time and money can can change and heal all. That right. is true. Time will definitely do that for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy, all man. Right, so let- let, let, let's get into the to the meat of this whole thing. We're talking about Hulk Hogan and his reinstatement into, I guess, just the WWE Hall of Fame or just wrestling in general. Right. And for those of, for those who don't know what happened, um, there was a video. Well, at first it started out as just a sex tape of yeah. Hulk Hogan and yeah. started another as a sex tape. Yeah, it started out as a sex tape, which is which is already bad. You know, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it was with like it, it wasn't it with the the daughter of another wrestler or, or no, it was like the wife. It was like the wife like of his homeboy. Like, yeah, if you're friends, if you're friends with somebody named Bubba the Love Sponge, then like you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dude. That was the dude's wife. He he smashed in the video. Yeah, that's that's a bad look. So it's bad yeah. enough that he got his sex tape out there, like leaking the public. But Facts. but if you if you push through and watch that whole sex tape and then got to the end, there was a bit of uh, I guess pillow talk or whatever you yeah, want to call it. A little pillowcase confessions. So yeah, bad, so, so bad. I will I will I will give him a little bit of a of, of a pass just because. Well, you know, I'm not gonna give him a little bit of a pass. Nah, yeah, but, fuck that. I was gonna say, bro, don't give him a pass. <laughs> but I guess just to explain, like. Um, his situation he he didn't know he was being recorded so he's this is this is who he is like yeah his whole boy's a scumbag for that shit though yeah but yeah. not that's that's kind of what like and I, like that's what makes it so real like it's it's the fact that you not being recorded you don't know that you're being recorded so you talk like this on the regular and my mom like, that's what right. that's like yeah. you know what i'm saying like this is regular regular everyday shit for you like this is not even you know spur of the moment or you was heated because of the situation or nothing like that this is just how you talk yeah his thoughts were yeah his thoughts were really put together they were really exactly like it was it was this was premeditated thoughts this wasn't like oh you caught me off the cuff like no you sat down and had this conversation with this woman (laughs) about how Your insecurities as a man about your daughter dating a black man. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, okay, I got the I got the quote right here. I'm gonna just go ahead and read it. But yeah. It yeah. says, "It says I don't know if Brooke, and that's his daughter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Brooke was fucking the black guy's son. I mean, was. I don't have double double standards. I mean, I am a racist to a point. <laughs> fucking niggers. <laughs> but then when it comes to nice people and shit and whatever, I mean, I'd rather if she was." going to fuck some nigger i'd rather have her marry an eight foot tall nigger oh worth a hundred million dollars like a basketball player oh. i guess we're all a little racist fucking nigger like that last one was just unnecessary what was that last nigger for that one that didn't even just to bring it home the just conversation to, just to drive the point fucking niggers just like just just that was like just a whatever I'm just gonna toss it in there just a little extra for you oh, i'm not man. gonna front this is the second time i heard that quote today and i'm like i'm still <laughs> I'm like still mad. That, that shit gets me hot, yo. It, you, I, I think the part that I'm most pissed off about is eight how, foot. Not even like the whole the NBA thing does piss me off. But I think it's more so how 
this is not like WWE did not mention this at one not like not at one not once during this whole ordeal did they mention what he was suspended for or what he's being reinstated after. Like they just kept it strictly political. He got suspended, mystery reasons why. Like this is just and to me that's whole like that's a slap in the face to to all the wrestling fans that's black. Like every every person of color who watches wrestling it's obvious we all feel some type of way now. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's obvious there's a knot in everybody's chest. And it feels like they're kind of overlooking that or, like, you know what I'm saying, underestimating how serious the situation was. Like, this is not, you know what I'm saying, some random jobber in the back calling everybody a nigga. This is Hulk Hogan. Like, this is... He's like the face of wrestling. Exactly. Like This is take your prayers. This is, you know, take your prayers and take your vitamins. Exactly. American Eat your Wheaties. Yeah, so, you know, like it. I think that makes it even more like hard to deal with. Like, it's it's. I don't know. Man. I've been I've been I've been back and forth with this whole thing for like all week. Like I'm just. Yeah, like uh, like I said, I haven't I haven't really been into wrestling since since the Rock kind of stopped stopped wrestling. Right. But I guess I guess the reason why I wanted to talk to to black wrestling fans is like, how conflicted are you knowing that? This is how Hulk Hogan really feels. Like this is because no one, no one knew. Like no one was around him. He thought he right. was in private. He thought he was in the comfort of his own like hotel room. He could say whatever he wanted to. Right. And that's um, he's like the face of wrestling. Like how how are you able to continue to watch wrestling knowing that that guy is at the forefront of things? So. I'm, I'm gonna let Nod start, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off after. Um, as a wrestling fan, um. When I first heard it three years ago, I was like, yo, Hulk, Hulk is wild. Like, Hulk is wild. <laughs> like, are you serious? Yeah. And then when they, you know, and then when they kicked him out of the Hall of Fame and everything, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I didn't think it was going to be that quick. They were going to get him out the paint. But, like, they got him out the paint real yeah. quick. And I was like, all right, good. You know, my only gripe was they never said why they got him out the paint. But they, exactly. they quickly moved him out of the paint. Right. So after three years or so of like nothing, you don't hear really nothing from from Terry, because I'm you know, all of a sudden you see him on Twitter talking about you know black wrestlers and everything, and then you see even more video of him critiquing black wrestlers like in not the same way he would critique another wrestler. Like you see these things, and then. He tries to like make himself relevant on Twitter again and stuff, and it's just like, yo, man, like, nah, like, we not, we not rocking with you, we not fucking with you, right? You know, and then all of a sudden, boom, you hear the, you hear the rumors from the dirt sheets that Hulk Hogan's in, in Cleveland for Extreme Rules, which is the last pay per view that uh, WWE WWE had on Sunday. You're like, so you're listening to these dirt sheets, you know, excuse me, reading these dirt sheets and seeing these rumors, you're like, oh, shit, Hogan's in Cleveland. What the fuck's about to happen? The next thing you know, you hear, like, several hours later, they threw away the band and bring them back in. Yeah. And then it just makes you really just think, like, we see you do all this stuff for the Be A Star for the bullying campaign. You do all these body positive campaigns, you know, you know, for the for the thicker women and everything, you know, obese for obesity and everything like that. And then you do um, you start doing more inclusion for you know Glad, or you know the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. You know um, 
with a certain wrestler. His name is Finn Balor, and he has a, a little thing called Balor Club, and you made the whole Balor Club is for everyone. So right. you're doing that. So you're doing all these things. You're you're including you know all these people and making them feel a part of what's going on. But when it comes down to black people, when we've been wronged, when the face of American, the face of wrestling, period, calls us a nigger. Mm-hmm. Not once, not twice, more than three times. And then not only you call us a nigger, you make it seem like all we're capable of doing is playing sports. That's, that's what it takes to get at your daughter. You don't have any value that's- unless you play a sport yeah, right. yeah so that's that's my only my only value of you, to you if i if i got a, a nice jump shot if i got a you know a bit multi-million dollar contract that's what it takes me to get brooke not for nothing no i'm, I'm gonna say this i'm like now that i'm sitting here and i'm kind of like i'm kind of getting a chance to think further about the whole situation it's kind of showing how how not the ugliness on terry's side we already seen that with his video and the comment like even from the start of the video, like the fact that you cheating on your on 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 your significant other, which a man's significant other, and you talking about all this racist shit, like that just shows that you the the scummiest of scumbags on earth. But more so with how the E handles these things, because see, we we tend to constantly whenever WWE does something wrong or they book a black wrestler wrong, we always call them out on that shit. We call right. them out on on the on the lack of black champions in history. We call them out on you know somebody who's a person of color and they end up getting on a hot streak and then WWE just buries them out of nowhere. We call them out on that shit. Like, it's like all these things kind of lead to the fact that, yo, there's some racism going on back there too, not for nothing. Like, it, within the company type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how many guys, how many times can you say, yo, there's a black wrestler who should have been championed at the top of their game and didn't get that opportunity? There's a lot of them. I can that's, name, that's why I, can, I think it's, it's systematic, I think. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I think that happens more so than often. And it's like, yo. And the black people that are wrestlers that are at the forefront, they're seen as jokes. They're seen as jokes. Like the New Day. The New Day is a perfect, yo, bro, perfect example. Like, like in the hood? Like, yeah. like on real talk, in the hood, the New Day don't get no play in the hood. Like, nah. I, I've talked to plenty of homies, like, Oh, them niggas, oh, the booty old niggas, mm-hmm. like, nah, yeah, like, exactly. What, what kind, what kind That's of the shit only is thing that? I know about Exactly, see, exactly, exactly. So, look at, look at, as soon as I say new day, you be they're like, oh, the booty old niggas, like, fuck out of here, you know, whatever. But you, you don't know that one of these guys is a doctor, yeah, <laughs> like, it's a doctor, like, what is like, to like, Kofi Kingston is like. World class impersonator. He made everybody think he was from Jamaica for like five years, but he was Yo, bro, from like Washington. Something. Kofi Kingston should have been WWE champion at least five. I want to five to seven years ago. He should have been WWE champion. Talk about it. He 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 was literally main eventing Raw week after week, pinning former champions, going into all these tournaments, winning them at the top of his game. What did they do? They shoved him in a tag team with a white man and had him hold the tag team titles for a couple weeks. Yeah, so we're not sometimes you don't see black superstars good enough for the world strap, but they'll hold a secondary mid card title like the Intercontinental title or the mm-hmm. United States title or the Cruiserweight tag. title or you know, like, yeah, it, it goes shout on out, and off. Uh, Cedric Alexander from <laughs> right, but but as far as a black 
WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I don't remember the last time we had one. Not since I mean, Dwayne. Do, do they have someone in like contention at least? Like anybody oh, that you always, can see? There's like... always there's always somebody in contention. They'll they'll let you get in the main event. They'll get you, you to just, the door. Yeah, you're just not winning. You're just not winning. Like it's it's, and that's the part that kind of like yo, it kind of makes you look at the E even more sideways because it's like all right now y'all bringing back Hulk Hogan after this blatant proof that we got. Y'all already got Donald Trump sitting in y'all Hall of Fame after all the shit that he's done. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like... What? Oh, no. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what I knew more? him and Vince had a relationship. I didn't know he was in the Hall of Fame, though. He's in the Hall of Fame, brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. what, yeah, like one of the first... What, what more do y'all have to do for us to say, you know what? We just, like, it, it's... This shit is downright, like, Disrespectful. Like, like I was telling you, CJ, like, you know, like Triple H and Vince, all them boys, you know, they rocked them red ties, man. You know, they took pictures in the in the White House. You know, right. So. But but you know what it is? Like, and that, and that's the part that's Linda, Linda McMahon is on the uh the small business committee. Yeah. You forget that. Right, but do you know what it is? That's the part that's frustrating to me because it's like, yo, I'm not gonna lie, before it kind of seemed like that because when you would go to wrestling shows. It was the majority of the crowd was white. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, if you went to a wrestling show, you know, I want to say even 10 years ago. Let's say 10 years back. The majority of the crowd was white. It was a, it was a predominantly white thing. It's not like that no more. Like, you go to wrestling shows, it'd be hood niggas in there too. Like, yo, there was... Yo, yo when we went to WrestleMania, there was dudes that was looking at me like, oh, he wearing the threes. Yeah, yeah, what up, my nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm like... And I'm like, yo, it's it's it's... So much has changed, but it hasn't like for for every ten steps forward that the that the that the community has made, the company hasn't made two steps forward. You got a guy like you got a guy like um like Velveteen Dream right now who's in NXT. The, the kid is making so much noise in the wrestling world; it's not even funny. Him, he actually got into a Twitter exchange with Hulk Hogan not even two weeks ago. Also, he got to um, Hulk Hogan was talking about his promo style exactly and. And this is a kid that was featured on Tough Enough, uh, a competition that Hulk Hogan was the judge in. And when I tell you this kid personifies uh, what an entertainer should be, he, he cuts promos. He has the whole Prince character. Like, he's killing it right now. There's like, Mar- like, Marcus, you, yeah. you know who Goldust is, right? I do. Yeah. Okay, he's now, like, think, like, now think of Goldust and Prince in together. One. Body slamming wow. people, yeah. So and and, and, <laughs> and pulling this and pulling that's this an, off. That's an incredible and, and pulling that's this an incredible character to have. And, and and not only that, when he was featured on this competition during the competition, he won the promo battle. Hulk Hogan wanted to eliminate him because he said he didn't have enough charisma. The only now, black, the you can't only be out here. You can't show, be out here portraying Prince and not have o- enough charisma. That only, doesn't make sense. The only black guy on the show. And he won the promo battle, mind you. He won the whole the whole promo side of the show. And Hulk Hogan wanted to eliminate him because he said he didn't show him enough. And even like the white host and the other people on the panel was like, "Yo, but he yo, won. you bugging? He won! Like, <laughs> like, like, what more do you? What more does he have to show you in order for you to realize that this kid is the winner? Like." Well, it, it just seems like um, wrestling fans seem to be the, the demographics are changing, and the fans, the fan base is becoming a little bit more uh, inclusive. But 
the people that own wrestling or that are in charge of wrestling are still the same old people. Absolutely. Like it's, it's, it's one thing for more fans of like, you know, more black people, more Hispanic people, more Asian people, more women, the fan bases that's changing. But the thing that needs to change are the, I guess the writers, the people that determine who becomes the champion. Yeah, the behind the scenes. Like, who, who's doing behind the scenes now? So is it the same people? Yeah, what the E is doing. Yeah, Vince is still back there. But what the E is doing is that they're only being inclusive when it's profitable. Absolutely. When it's Absolutely. profitable. If it's profitable, then yeah, we'll do it. Oh, LG, LGBT and. Glad? Okay, we'll make Battle Club for everyone, and we'll start putting, you know, the, the rainbows on all of our shirts and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, breast cancer awareness? Oh, yeah, we'll dedicate a whole special to that and make everybody wear pink like the NFL and stuff. Absolutely. Make the, rope, make the ropes pink or whatever. Oh, we want to talk about bullying campaign? Okay, we'll profit off of that. Like, the E is inclusive only when it's profitable, and that's a shame. But I think not so, for nothing, that's what that's what made the indie scene kind of pop because now people are like, oh, you know, well, we not well, we're not going to allow them to disrespect us so much that we're going to think that they're the end all be all. And that's why people turn to other products like Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling and all of these other places where you will see a black champion. You will see, you know what I'm saying? People of color. If you if you are that talented, you will dominate the scene and it's not going to be no there's nothing to hold you back because of the color of your skin. But also, not for nothing, look what the E is doing. Like, one back of my everything that's inclusive is profitable. Look at what's going on with this whole Hoka situation. Right. Not even two hours after, you know, Extreme Rules had aired, we found out that WWE was filming a special for Hulk Hogan coming back. So they they made this whole special of him addressing you know, the locker room and talking about the comments he said and everything. And I guess him talking to the black wrestlers and stuff like that. So they're the WWE, they're even putting on a dog and pony show for this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like for this. Yeah. It's That's crazy. Insane. I don't know. Like how you if you, okay. Like if, you're just gonna, if you're just going to put him back in the hall of fame, fine. Put him back in the hall of fame. Cool. Whatever. You know, we don't have to fuck with him. You know, okay, you got that going on or whatever, but we don't have to fuck with that if we don't have to. But to even more shove it down our throats by making it special, like, don't insult my fucking intelligence. Now, you know what it is, the part that... I think I think they're trying to I think where they're really underplaying it is because of his status. Like you know what I'm saying? It's not like I like I keep going back to saying it's not some regular wrestler. Like this is not a motherfucker who could lose their job and I'm just gonna be okay with it. This is Hulk Hogan. This yeah, is the reason what you, yeah, like you know what I'm he's saying. He's Hulk this Hogan is, all over the world. Exactly. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this is the same Hulk Hogan who was the reason why I went to go see Three Ninjas because he was in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like I went to like you know like it's it's we talk it's, about Thunderlips from Rocky Three. Exactly. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this is this is this it can't be downplayed because of that. Like it, we can't sweep this shit under the rug because of the context that we heard it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if it was just uh what him saying the N word one time and you know what I'm saying? Like it slipped out or whatever the case may be. Then that's like. Even that you can justify, but this we knew exactly what he was talking about, the context he was using it in, like, like uh, it's just Hulk, Hulk Hogan for and Brooke is fucking niggas anyway. Nah. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was gonna say, I think uh, I feel like Hulk Hogan is kind of like uh, 
Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, the way they were for the NBA, like the NBA was kind of falling off. They had, you know, tape delayed games or attendance mm-hmm. were, were trash. And then all of a sudden, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird come up. Mm-hmm. The NBA starts to, to, to thrive. So imagine if those two had a crazy controversy like this. You just can't you know, sweep them away. They're the they're the face of your 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 whole league. Exactly. I'm gonna say this, yo. Hulk Hogan found a way to last two for two generations of wrestling. For two generations, like honest to be said, like Three around ninety four, not like ninety four to ninety six, Hulk Hogan was supposed to be done. Yeah, as far as wrestling is concerned, he was supposed to be done. But then he found a way with the NWO to become relevant for like another 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. Like, to be like, if you think about it, Hulk Hogan finessed us for years to be relevant. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the thing. I don't, is it Hulk Hogan or is it Vince McMahon still just trotting out the same old act? Nah, like why not? Nah. Why not go for a different act? Why not try to bring something new and fresh nah, in instead of wanted- bringing out Hulk? You want to know or, why? Yeah. It, I mean, with these, it when, was, when, it was when your ratings are low and you loot, and when your other three brands, I want to say, are outdoing you, and these brands aren't even like shown on regular television; they're shown on like a streaming service. Yeah, and they outdo you. You're forced to have to pull out some shit out of the hat to, you know, to maintain relevancy because. Because uh, USAB is in your ear talking about Raw's had the lowest ratings in the modern day history like two weeks ago. I mean, that, but that's not that's that doesn't last though. That's not you can't maintain that. You can't keep always bringing out Hulk Hogan and like Ric Flair. You can't keep bringing out all these old guys. Exactly, it's not gonna but, last forever. But, but you know, as, as, also- but as long as Vince Man keeps saying I'm gonna bring out this person, you're gonna tune in. Not only that, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan never had to answer to creative. He was always in charge of booking himself. He used to go to the back and tell them, yo, I'm going over. I'm going to beat this person tonight. Well, after Andre died. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, like, he never he never had, he was never subjected to the same system that every other wrestler, just because of how much of a draw he was. Because of how much money he was making and how his social status was, he used to come in and call his own shots. There's only well, few... There's he was in a people, whole other stratosphere. Exactly, but there's few people in the history of wrestling altogether that had that opportunity. So that I that can't cl- really that had that clout with Vince to be like, yo, exactly. This, I can't yeah. really, I can't really blame Vince or anybody in creative for anything that went any type of way with Hulk Hogan because it was him calling all his own shit. Like he pretty much does what he wants. Exactly. Yeah. He was. He well, was. It, let me let me ask y'all this. Just just based on what we know, like we've all seen the the video. What would have been a fair punishment for Hulk Hogan after you saw that video? Like, I, I know my initial reaction would have been when, like, oh, get him out of initi- here. What initially happened? He, when they got him out of the paint very swiftly, okay. But I would have... Now would've we can rather, go back to our regular scheduled programming. I would have rather the lifetime ban, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, like, they got you, think a li- you think a lifetime ban would have been fair for to Hulk Hogan? Based absolutely. On- absolutely. Absolutely. Hulk Hogan. Absolutely. The same way, and you know what it is? It's not only because he's Hulk Hogan. I would have, I would have done that to anybody, who would have. You know what I'm saying? If Larry, Bird, if they, if they have a video of Larry Bird talking crazy and using, and and calling everybody niggas all over the place, lifetime ban from the NBA Hall of Fame and all that. Like, it's not just Hulk Hogan because he's Hulk Hogan. It's any person who is yeah, Larry Bird got found on tape saying the word nigga, saying nigga, like they would have straight up. Donald Sterling, that fool, like more because he's Larry Bird. 
That's true, but it, it also is a it also is a different league. Like the NBA is a lot more blacker than than wrestling. Exactly. So like, I mean, it's I, I can I can see. LeBron I, will get him out the paint. Very. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like I I understand where you guys are coming from, but if you're someone like Vince McMahon, and you you see the numbers, you know the demographics, you know who's paying for your product, you know who's watching your product. If I had to guess, I'm guessing the majority of wrestling fans are white guys. So yeah, you, but I feel like you can't give him a lifetime ban based on the bottom line, right? Vince just Vince just got four billion dollars from Fox. Four billion dollars. He just from from Monday Night Raw. Is it Monday Night Raw or is it just SmackDown right now, CJ? What happened? Um, Vince getting the bag from Fox. Well, who all they pay for SmackDown or who else? Uh, they played for SmackDown and Raw, so all together, I think everything came out to like four billion, right? Six billion, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, God, four to six. Yeah, yeah. Four so to four six, to six. So four to six billion. You don't think that Vince gets that four to six billion without mentioning, like, yo, I think I can, I think we're gonna, you know, get Hulk back. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk to Hulk. Yeah, you don't you got think, to. You, you got to bring him back. You don't think Vince gets the bag unless he's like Hulk. I, I think I can bring Hulk back. Do you, do you now? I, so yeah, so you're you're exactly right, Marcus. It is about the bottom line. That's yeah, but you know what? It, you know what? They're inclusive when it's profitable. Yeah, but you know what it is. Also, how profitable is it? Like you know what I'm saying? Like how long? Like when when the whole shit went down with Hulk Hogan, he kind of got replaced, like low key. Like if you look at it, yeah, yeah, we replaced Hogan with Ric Flair. Exactly. Thank you. Took the words out of my mouth. Like Hulk Hogan was always, you know, was hip hop was the god of when it came to wrestling. As soon as that shit happened with him, Ric Flair stepped right into his place. You had Ric Flair hip hop records. You had Ric Flair in 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 music videos. You had Ric Flair. You know what I'm saying on on TV shows and Quavo was where has a special made what I won't say special made he got to wear the Nature Boy robe. Nobody wears the Nature Boy robe. I won't say Quavo Offset right Offset wore the yeah 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 Offset wore the Nature Boy robe. So I mean, but I, he said this Cardi is, B's baby shower. Yeah, I mean this is this is me speaking from from my ignorance as far as like you know his his impact on wrestling at this point like three years ago. It, was Hulk Hogan still wrestling, or was he just like a figurehead out there, just kind of you know cutting promos and talking junk or whatever? Like, was he, yeah, he was mostly, actively he was mostly, wrestling? Nah, he was mostly doing promos and the occasional leg drop here and there. That was it. Okay, I mean, man, I, I'd, I'd I'd be curious to take a like a poll of the majority, like you know, black and brown wrestling fans, and see what they feel like and how they feel about Hulk Hogan just being reinstated without. The WWE explicitly explaining what happened. Why it was a lot of confusion. It was a lot of confusion. It was a lot of like outrage, but it was also like more like, "Yo, I'm, I'm glad he's back." You know, I'll give him a second. Like, yeah, well, who's it, that coming from though? There's a couple, you know, black black people who, who sip the Kool Aid. Like, yo, I'm glad he's back. I'm going to give him a second chance. <laughs> Forgive and you know, forget yeah, because he's because because the name because of the name. I mean, but that's, I mean, that's the thing, but Hulk Hogan is... You don't want to believe your hero called you a nigga, man. You don't want to believe that. I mean, you ain't got to believe it. It's on tape, though. Like, you can <laughs> see it, though. <laughs> it's, it's not going anywhere. Like, everybody can see it. I just, I just, for the sake of the, the wrestling fans of color that are that are out there supporting them, 
I, I just hope that they can get some kind of change in the, you know, up top. Like there's there's obviously a change going on in the ring, but it's outside of the ring. It's in the, the back rooms and the front offices and the CEO meetings. That's where we need more. You well, know, the first thing color. to do is you got to remove Vince and Kevin Kelly out of the paint. You got to get Vince Vince out. And that's going to be once, a tough one. And what's with XFL starts in 2020, Vince is going to really not be worried about WWE like that because Triple H, who married into the family, is already, you know, kind of transitioning as taking care of everything, you know, as far as the, the behind the behind the scenes work. I mean, Triple H, he he sure did slide up in there. He slid, he got in at the right time, and he's yeah, he's and, he's, and, and you know, he's influencing a lot of change. He's doing a, he's doing a lot of change, but he's well, okay. But here's here's the thing about Triple H, though. That's kind of like you you say he's kind of pushing for change, but from while while I was looking through some of this stuff, um, his his counterpart, his uh his his uh, uh, uh part of his crew, uh, China. She's not in the wrestling hall of fame because she did porn. Yeah. How do you do both of those? Like how was how was what China did like okay, we can't have her in the hall of fame, but what Hulk Hogan did is fine, we can bring that back. I was talking about that on my podcast. The fact that um I think Triple H said that uh because he doesn't want kids to to look up China and see oh she was in porn. He was saying he was afraid of that happening. So that was the the whack excuse. That's a terrible excuse. That's but, a terrible. That's a lazy and weak excuse. You had Val Venus as a wrestler. Val yeah. Venus, like Google that guy. Yeah, but it's just how, like, how do you justify it? Like, I'm not justifying it because I know like when your wife is like the daughter, when you married into a family like that, like yeah. She was part of your crew, though. Like she was part of DX. <laughs> she was yeah. down. Like, and you're like you're in charge. You have the power to just be like yo. But she also, did, I don't care what see, y'all a lot of people didn't know Triple H and China also had a personal relationship outside of that as well. That's fine. I mean, and, that is, it and, is and, what it is. And like in China, after she left the company, there was there was a lot of stuff that happened with when she left the company. Like she was like she went on record and said a lot of bullshit about the company or whatever. And then she, you know, she took it back. And then, you know, her last couple, like her last maybe two years that she was alive, she was really trying to get back into the fold. Like, yo, like I've done my re, I've done rehab and everything. Like, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, gain favor. I'm trying to, you know, come back. And I think uh, she tried to talk to somebody uh, like Triple H and them at the the Roddy Piper funeral, and uh, they just gave her the cold shoulder. And so she was like, well, then, like, fuck it. Like, you know, I'm trying to get back to the fold. You letting everybody else come back in. But when it comes down to me, like, y'all want to keep me at bay. Like, so, like, fuck it. That, that's pretty much the, the stance she took. That's kind of funny. But there that's are people foul. who are trying to get her into the, into the Hall of Fame who's lobbying and campaigning for Mick Foley, Mankind. Um, he was just on, a, um, I think, on a podcast somewhere or in an article saying that he wants to be the one to induct her. He wants to induct her. Like he want, he believes that she should be in there, and China should should be in there. If we're gonna have, if we're gonna reinstate Hogan, then we we have to where we're gonna draw the line at. You know, then China should be in. At that point, there should be no line. Sunny, like, we're letting this guy in. Like, there's a Hall of Famer in there, Sunny, who was like a Hall of Fame manager, valet, you know, what have you, whatever. 
she did a she did a porno after she was inducted to the Hall of Fame for Vivid. Look it up, Sunny Side Up. Um, terrible one. Anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, she did a porn after she was inducted to the Hall of Fame. She's not out. It's so, I, don't, I don't I don't know what he's trying to do here. I don't know what kind of point he's trying to prove, or if he's got some secret vendetta. But this is it's not a good look for him. It's not. I, I don't I don't know what's going on with, with that family, man. I don't know what's um. I do know, like as far as wrestling, I see him trying to do some kind of change. But as far as the business side, is just the status quo, and that's gonna that's always gonna be the status quo as long as the McMahon family are in charge. Is right, that's right. that's always gonna that's always gonna happen, man. All right. Well, let me ask you this: How do you feel about the current state of the black wrestlers in in WWE right now? Like, how do you feel? that what the, the direction that they're heading in, how do you feel about that? I know you spoke about like New Day and how, you know, a lot of people don't really fuck with them, but are there any other black wrestlers out there doing anything, making some noise? Uh, like uh, CJ was saying, um, Velveteen Dream from NXT, uh, great wrestler. Um, pure bred, like 23 years old, like dude is yoked, like, in-ring talent, charisma. Like I said, it's like Prince plus Gold plus Gold Dust plus Rick Rude just smashed them together in like the attitude and charisma and the way he talks on the mic is great. Um Velveteen Dream is definitely one of my top guys as far as black wrestlers. You have Ricochet, uh another young guy. Like this dude does like a 530 Centon Splash, like this dude crazy athletic, crazy gifted talent in the ring. He's great. Um other black wrestlers, yeah, you got these guys, uh Street Profits, this tag team. They're good. Um there's a couple uh, then you got another guy that's just coming in. He's just signed with WWE not too long ago. Um he's in a performance center right now. Uh Keith Lee. Great amazing talent like this guy's a big swole dude and he moves around like he's 180 pounds flies like a cruiserweight um yeah but i'm i'm intrigued about that i'm intrigued i'm I'm intrigued intrigued to see see how this happens but there's a lot of uh black wrestlers right now even not in the the wwe you know um that's in the indies that's you know hold that's holding it down now you got shane strickland uh you got uh jonathan gresham Mm -hmm. you got uh Stokely Hathaway, um, Faye Jackson, um, my, me, Mia Yim, who's black and Korean. Like you, you got a uh, um, Kiera Hogan, who's in TNA. Uh, Chandra Jackson. Chandra, yeah, excuse me, my whole boy, uh, Chandra Jackson, uh, DeAndre Jackson, excuse me, and uh, mm-hmm. Zuka King down in South Carolina. Like, there's we're out here doing our thing right now, as far as black wrestlers. Um, they just need a light to be shown on them. And Absolutely. It, and it's just hard. You know, it's a little easier now because of the internet and because of YouTube and because of Twitter and everything. But it's still a little harder to get that tryout, to get that workout mm-hmm. with the E. You know, because yeah. the E makes it seem like you have to go through us or yeah. nothing. But you have companies like Ring of Honor, like in um, New Japan Wrestling, um, like AAA, uh, Thrace Lucha in, in Mexico. Um you have these companies who are taking chances on black wrestlers um, and they're doing their thing and it's paying dividends for them. Uh, Jay Lethal just became Ring of Honor champion. Um, 
I think he's one the first like is he like the first Grand Slam champ? I don't yeah I, yeah the first yeah Grand Slam champ that's winning every major title on Ring of Honor. We're we're uh, overlooking one of the biggest black who I honestly think should be going. He should be the next champion right now, Bobby Lashley. Oh yeah, I, f- I forgot Bobby Lashley. Yeah, Bobby Lashley's back in the, in the E, and he's doing his thing. Um, the irony, the irony though, not to cut you off, bro. The irony that Bobby Lashley represented Donald Trump at WrestleMania, right? In a match and, versus and cut, Vince McMahon. Shaved, yeah, shaved Vince McMahon head off. And the man, like, if you all right, because they're trying to it, the way booking could go right now, we could see. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar in the future. This well, is the match. Raising his hand up. <laughs> now this is this is the <laughs> match that uh this is the match that everybody wanted to see for probably ten years now because these guys both have a similar build, they have uh similar backgrounds in They're MMA. They're supposed to fight in the, in the UFC. Exactly, they have similar backgrounds in MMA. You know, Bobby Lash Bobby Lashley is a a world class athlete. Like the guy. His strength is is fucking freakish, like the shit that he does in the ring. And Brock Lesnar is just that dude. <laughs> exactly. But you know what it is? Here's the part that kind of bugs me out. It's like, yo, how is it that Brock Lesnar is a multi-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion and Bobby Lashley was never... ECW champion. Huh? He was the ECW champion, but that was like WWE's B brand at the, at the time. Exactly. Not even B. That was like the C brand. Like, let's... Yeah, I was, I was trying to like, think if Bobby Lashley had like the world heavyweight title, and I was he like, never did, and never he had to never shot, fucking never had to did. Like he had to go other places in order to become a world champion. So this kind of goes folds back into what I was saying earlier, where it's like, yo, there's been there's been plenty of times where a guy has worked for it, has deserved it. There's no reason as to why they shouldn't be champion, and yet it never materializes. It never happens. Okay, well, I know during during y'all's list, I'm not. I'm not familiar with all the wrestlers that y'all named. Sorry, sorry, I, I'm but, sorry. We gave you like a blitzkrieg of names. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of them. But I, I was just, I was just gonna ask just for clarification. Were there any, any, are there any black women wrestlers out there? Yeah, yeah. Um, or did you I name said, any of them? I said uh, Faye Jackson. Uh, she's, she's from, uh, I believe, I forgot where she's from, but uh, she's doing her thing right now in the Indies. Um, Am, my Am, excuse me. She's black and Korean. She's Sasha Banks. She's on the thing. Yeah, Sasha Banks, Alicia Fox, um, Tamina, Naomi. Tamina, yeah, Tamina, Naomi. Like, so many black women are doing it. Um, Ember Moon. A lot of women, a lot of black women are doing that thing and doing it better than the, than the men's out, out here right now. I will say this, though. Like, yeah. with certain, with the way the industry is now, they really, they're really having a hard time try kind of mask these kind of things because the fans are way more vocal now about what they want to see and what they want. So like whereas 10 years ago there was really no social media, so there wasn't any voice really for people to be like, "Yo, that's bullshit. We don't want that." Now people are calling them on their ass in real time. Like it's this is happening during the show. So there's only so much that they can do before people are on social media literally ripping them a new asshole. Like, I've seen the WWE get dragged through the mud for some of the stuff that they do. So it's like, wow, as bad as, as, bad as it is, it can't continue to be that bad because of social media. 
Well, I, I, and I think that's something that helps out with a lot of these, you know, sports companies and companies just in general. Like with with social media, a lot of fans they have a voice now. Like right. back in ninety back in nineteen ninety three, if you had an issue with the way that black wrestlers were portrayed, there was no way for you to get your voice out right. there. You couldn't, you know, get your your word out to Vince McMahon unless you like wrote a handwritten letter and right. you know, put it in the mail and hope it got to him. Now you can get on Twitter, you can start hashtags, you can mm-hmm. get in wrestling groups, you can do a podcast, you can do yeah. a, uh, get on get, do a YouTube video, stream it. Like there's so many avenues for fans to get their voices heard. Absolutely. And, and if you if you if you can hear your fan base and they're saying, hey, we want more black champions, we want more black women, we we want gay wrestlers, we want female wrestlers, we want all these new things and you continue to ignore them you're going to end up like a sport like baseball where people don't really care about your sport. And not only you know, that, like you, soccer. You, also, you, as, you also end up creating an avenue for competition where other exactly. people can come in and fill that void. Well, yeah, exactly. People are going to start going to where their, their opinion is respected. I, I, don't, I don't want it to, be to, to come off as like, okay, whatever the fans say, you give them. But if right. there's like a legit, if there's a legit thing that the fans are asking for, like mm-hmm. asking for a black black representation in wrestling is not something out of or out of the ordinary when you consider that now your black fan base is starting to rise so at some point you got to start bring, bringing up your black wrestlers also if you have more women watching you need more women wrestlers like it's it's, it's just simple that's basic mm-hmm. stuff that you got to do right so i mean hopefully the, the the WWE and all these other you know wrestling uh federations to figure this shit out man because <laughs> if, if not they're just gonna they're just gonna get left behind like people yeah. are gonna go somewhere else but i think i think not for nothing i think as much as we kind of social media social media is a gift and a curse like you know oh, what i'm yeah. saying sometimes oh, yeah. sometimes some of the shit we see is is downright like it turns your stomach kind of shit like and then you have the positives behind it where it's like yo we finally got a voice and there's no filter behind it. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's nobody here telling us what to say on this show right now, even. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no filter. It's it's 100% how we feel. And that kind of raw thought and emotion, that's what really, really drives things to change. You know? Yeah, I, I, and I'm sure the, the WWE, I'm sure they have their own, like, official podcast, right? I'm assuming they have that. No, nah, it's just a whole bunch of, like, the older, like, OG guys kind of got their own podcast and people love to listen because it's they wouldn't have they, they would even have Stone Cold like, do his podcast because because Stone Cold gets too real with it. Yeah, exactly. Like you know what I'm saying. Like a lot but of the they, time, they they have their own kind of network though, right? Where they talk about the news and things that are going on. The WWE has something like that, yeah, like specifically. WWE, yeah, they have but, the WWE network, but I'm saying like people like um like Chris Jericho who has his own podcast. People like Stone Cold who has his own Bruce podcast. Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard. They're like, don't let Bruce Pritchard be on the network because you know he used to be with the company and he knows how to have handle his podcast for the company. But somebody like Chris Jericho, somebody like uh like what you call like uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, who like who are real with it, like they shoot straight from the hip, like they they talk like yo, not they talk. I can't wait to hear what's going on. And they don't hold nothing back. They talk about pro- they talk about shit with the E, and you know, yeah. and that was the reason why Stone Cold got kicked out. 
because because yeah, he was um, too real with it. Yeah, because he was too real with it. And honestly, they try to say that he buried one of their wrestlers, and buried is just a term for you know not giving cred, you know, to the wrestler. But it was the own wrestler who wasn't showing no personality on the on the podcast, right? So, and I think um, it, it's kind of funny how that works out, man, because it's like these are guys who at one point were just as big as Hulk Hogan. Stone Cold was just as big as Hulk Hogan at one point. Yeah, I was going to say, Stone Cold probably means a lot more to people my age than exactly. like, Hulk you know Hogan does. Like, so it's kind of like, yo, like, if Stone Cold has a problem with how y'all handling things and how y'all moving within, like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's kind of like a, yo, y'all should look at how the fuck y'all really handling things inside the company. But also, Stone Cold had a black wife, so... Hey, shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, <laughs> so, I didn't know so, he got down like that, but I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it, man. Hey, yeah. listen, that, listen, if there's anything I can say about Stone Cold when it comes to the wrestling world, he is one of the realest. You oh, are sure. not getting, like, this is one of the most official, he's going to call it exactly how it should be called kind of guys. Like, And his podcast showed me that because if had you talked to me a couple years ago, before I had that kind of insight into who he is, I would have been like, mm, you know, he probably kind of has like a little bit of an ego. Yeah, nah. You listen to his show, you're going to see that he's just calling it out because he don't think that things should be going the way they're going. And also, who the fuck is going to say what to him? Exactly. Yeah, yeah basically. Ain't, ain't no one going to say, ain't no one going to talk sideways to Stone Cold Steve Austin, man. Listen, That's one dude you don't want to yeah, Damn sure ain't going to be me, so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, uh, Damn, yeah, I thought this was this was pretty interesting. Like, I feel like I've had my eyes open as far as like how the ins and outs of wrestling. So, I, I appreciate you guys for coming on. Um, appreciate you for having yeah, us, bro. Just uh, just uh, plug y'all's podcast again. Well, so, people know, so if they want some more wrestling talk, they know where to go. Yeah. Oh, first absolutely. off, man, you know, shout out to y'all. Shout out to the to committee podcast. You absolutely. know, y'all always, y'all always show us so much love. Either from having me on the show and now having CJ on the show, and mm-hmm. we all be talking on Twitter. Like, right? I, I caught like we're like the first kind of podcast of people of color, like two dope smarts, like the committee, uh, Oz DJs, um, our boys over in New York, uh, don't try to sit home radio. Right? Um, we're the first kind of like podcast of color to really be about something. So like I, I I call us the umbrella, you know. But um, yo man, um, we're two dope smarts. Uh, me, my brother CJ, my brother Will. Um, we just talk about the best, the latest and greatest in wrestling and pop culture. Um, and it's just pretty much if you like what we're seeing right on this episode, you're gonna like what you hear from episode zero to episode. Is it seven or eight? Eight, eight. We're at eight oh. right now. All right, we're at eight. Okay, so from eight zero to eight, you're gonna love what we're saying. Um, and reach out and hit us up. Like, hit us up on social media. We always answer our tweets, our DMs, everything. Like, uh, I'm CJ tweeted at C E E J A Y tweeted on Twitter. Uh, that's you want to be nice, N Y C E. And um, yeah, we always looking for new topics and conversations and. You know, we the the I think the biggest thing we take away from the show is we kind of tailor to what our audience wants to hear, because there yeah. really ain't no like there's really not too many people of color who are giving their opinions and thoughts on wrestling and what's going on in pop culture at the same time, the way we do it. Yeah, so. and plus we play some of the best music that you're gonna hear out there. <laughs> um, I'm dead. I'm dead serious, man. Um, 
Look us up on the Anchor app if you want to hit that full experience where you get all of the music where, you know, we play music in between segments. We also have our sleeper picks. Um, but if you want to hear that straight real talk, you know, go to Apple Podcasts. Go to uh, wherever else Yo, uh, to major, hit, hit the podcast. I want to say major, major shout out to the committee also because I, I actually actively listen to you guys' podcast now. And um, one of the major reasons why I listen is because you guys are like, I want to say, like, right now, like, y'all, like, like, y'all got the hot take game down packed right now. <laughs> like, yo, like, like every episode is a hot yo, take. Yo, like, I'll be listening and I'll be like, yo, they're going off right now. Like, I kind of want to tweet them and, like, kind of get in on this. Cause I mean, it's, hey, tweet it, tweet it. Yo, Do it. it's, it's, it's crazy. So I, I really, I really like what you guys do over there, man. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. All right, man. We appreciate it. We'll definitely keep uh, pushing y'all's podcast. We'll, I mean, it's all it's all love over here. Absolutely, and, and, absolutely. I mean, give us, and give I, us all those five stars. Five yes, stars. Yeah, yes. yeah. All day, all day, all day. Go, you go. Just give us four stars. That just means you hate him. You just hate him for real, man. You hate him for real, man. Like you gotta, we, you gotta support us, man. Because like, like they've been saying, there's not a lot of black voices when it comes Dang. to wrestling. Like, absolutely. there's not. So if you're a fan of wrestling and you happen to be a person of color and you want to hear something different. You we got push, you. Yeah, you got you know, you're part of this barber, this barbershop culture, man. This barbershop culture, like what you hear from a barbershop where everybody's talking, or just when like you and your homies is just chilling out, you know, talking. We represent that culture, man. And that's all we try to bring to the forefront, man. Right. So, much love. For real, for real, dope, dope. All right. Well, uh, as usual, um, this is the community podcast. Uh, South Breeze usually likes to close out with a quote. I can't remember it even though he said it like a million times. So I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to Google something different. And the, this ending quote is going to be success at anything will always come down to this focus and effort. And we control both. See you later. Peace. Let's get it all in perspective For all y'all enjoyment A song y'all can step with Y'all appointed me to bring rap justice But I ain't 5-0 Y'all know it's Nas, yo Great Goose and a whole lot of hydro Only describe us as soldier survivors Stay laced in the best Well-dressed with finesse in the white tee Looking for white